0: Location 2. But where is nature? Where is nature? Asked the Diogenes of our time, while standing amidst trees, air, carbon, and precisely everything else. In a time where we could have every wish fulfilled, chemically speaking, the Diogenes of our time only ask us to please stand a little out of my sun, as you might be blocking some of that nature. Without seeing it, It obviously might be gone, thus keep it in check. Survey it. Henceforth we search the planet for lost patches, unknown paradises, yet to be unveiled resources knowing that our search is futile, deeply futile, and even if it were not, the search parties lead only to oil, soy and palm trees, never to salvation. If we were not anything else, if no other subjectivity would fit, we might have all wanted to be Diogenes, to occupy the indifference of an impossible question whilst enjoying the warm embrace of a tanning sun. You see, asking where is nature is searching for essence where there is none, to attempt to find something not where it once was, but where it has never ever been. The trace is gone because there was never a trace made. Desperately looking for signs of nature in this looming time. For traces of what we have heard has passed, of the permanent slipping from our own causes, slipping into what we think we have feared, but could not believe. But you know that it is rather what we have believed, but could never have feared. Now we need to fear it, that nature. Only what has passed will leave a trace. And thus these Diogenes might never find it because it has never been lost. It has never been lost because precisely nature has never existed. Oh, disappointed Diogenes, you think. Nature has never existed because nature is not an essence we might find through analytic deductions or statistic calculations or even empirical observation, but because there is no nature thing. No nature molecule. As Morton has it, the world is dreamed into existence and that causality is a kind of dreaming, which is to say, a kind of art. The best thing Diogenes could do is go back to his barrel and sleep the wished-for answer to his question into reality. And so, the Diogenes of our time do so. They close their eyes and see what's real through the faculty of blindness. Therefore, as any dream needs confrontation, concepts need limits, and nature is the limit of limits. Nature cannot exist obviously because anything is it, and not in that high school philosophical way you remark whilst grinning that, if everything is something, simultaneously everything is nothing. You know that really everything is nature, and therefore we cannot do anything. We are immobilized by the greenwashing of all there is if we do not approach it as culture simultaneously. Nature is not an outside to the human's reach as much as you and I are not outside nature. Nature is the framework, the parameters within which everything is ought to take place. What that everything is, is none of nature's business. Nature is neither the benchmark nor the quality things can have. Nothing is more natural than anything else. Goat wool socks only appear to us in such a manner through our cultural apparatus, through the marketizing of a simulated gap of otherness. The only way to find it, that is nature, is to transgress its own parameters. But anything that goes beyond the final parameters always is bound within it and so never reaches this pure rupture, using the framework to break the framework as much as the technocrats use the cause of all the ecological issues as its solution too. As Furco shines light on this transgression, noting that transgression, then, is not related to the limit as black to white, the prohibited to the lawful, the outside to the inside. Perhaps it is like a flash of lightning in the night which, from the beginning of time gives a dense and black intensity to the night it denies, which lights up the night from the inside, from top to bottom, and yet owes to the dark the stark clarity of its manifestation, its harrowing and poised singularity. The flash loses itself in this space it marks with its sovereignty and becomes silent now that it has given a name to obscurity. Therefore, You think we should ask ourselves what other sensible reason to ask whereas nature exists than to obliterate it? It is as much an impossible as it is an idiotic attempt to make, and yet this is what everyone is occupied with. We might only know once we've obliterated all of that which we lovingly term nature, and yet today you will enter it, as you always have, pondering that you might never leave it, quite consciously knowing that you indeed never will, only your accidents will one day, as we might discover together during this tour, and not because of the wind blowing or the forest slowly moving, but because your accidents overcome the archaic parameters of nature. Tell yourself when you have entered it, when you are within this enclave of so-called nature, only then continue.